Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over the white flakes that you find in a saltwater pool. And these white flakes can be really annoying. You can have a perfectly clean pool and then have these white flakes floating in the water. Or when someone swims or when they turn the pool light on, they see all these white flakes. And I'll go over some of the theories behind the white flakes in a saltwater pool with a saltwater generator running, producing the chlorine. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So this is a problem that you're going to find only with a saltwater generator. So a pool that doesn't have a saltwater generator, a regular freshwater pool that you're using tablets or liquid chlorine or calhypo doesn't have this problem. So it's going to take a Sherlock Holmes to figure out that this is something that's being caused by the saltwater generator itself. And there's various theories of why this is happening. I tend to fall into, I guess you can call me, one of the minority here on what's causing this. But I really think that it's the high level of phosphates that the municipalities are putting in to the water. Products that contain phosphates are getting into the pool. So all of this phosphate that's getting into the water is causing an increase in the white flake problem that you see out there. There's articles you can search for. If you search for calcium phosphate, you can find some articles by Terry Arco. Who's a very well-known instructor over at Hassa, and he does the Bob Lowry um, Residential Pool Service Certification course. He's written some articles in the past about calcium phosphate and how the orthophosphate combines with the calcium with the salt production. The orthophosphate is the phosphate that the municipal water company will put into the water, and this helps prevent corrosion of pipes and is an anti-corrosive thing but it's going into the pool water. And this was also backed up by a Pentair warranty tech that told me one day out there when I had a pool with a Pentair cell that was having all this blowback that that's caused by high phosphates. And I, you know, blew them off. I said, this, you know, it's not possible. It's one of those things where it doesn't make any sense. But he suggested I put some phosphate remover in and see if it clears up the white flakes. And sure enough, I put some phosphate remover in. I like using the natural chemistry phosphory because it's really weak and it's something that you can put in without really clogging up the filter, causing any problems with the pool. And I started putting the phosphory in. I put two capfuls in at this pool. And within three weeks, the white flakes were really minimal at this point. Didn't eliminate them completely, but it made it to where the pool was manageable. And from then, I became a believer that it is related to the phosphate reacting with the calcium that's on the salt plates or that's being produced by the saltwater generator. Because of the high pH that it generates and all the high pH water has some effect on the system. And I think a lot of people will disagree with me on this and that's perfectly fine. They'll say that it's calcium carbonate flakes by having the high pH kind of 
messing with the LSI in the pool water, or I should say the balancing of the LSI in the pool water, because with the really high pH every week, it makes it harder to balance that pool water, especially if the calcium level in the pool is lower, then you're going to find yourself kind of fighting the LSI, and it's going to be on the scale-forming side, which will cause scale to form on the salt cell, causing the white flake blowbacks to get into the pool. And this is kind of a vicious cycle. The high pH that the cell produces creates a problem with the LSI, creating these white flakes that blow back into the pool. But I really think that they are more related to the high phosphate level. Even a phosphate level of a insignificant, you know, 500 parts per billion, in my opinion, can cause this problem. And you'll see a reduction of the flakes if you use the phosphate remover in a consistent basis over the course of a month. And depending on the pool size, you're going to be adding the maintenance dose of the free to kind of reduce that. Typically, in a 15,000-gallon pool, I'll add two capfuls of it every week that I'm there. And I do see a difference. And of course, you want to lower the pH down with muriatic acid and try to get the LSI in balance to help limit the white flakes blowing back in the pool. And of course, Bob Lowry had his own theory of what these white flakes were. And his theory was that since the salt cell produces a lot of heat when it generates the chlorine, if you're running that at 3,100 RPMs on your variable speed pump, and the salt system just automatically turns off or suddenly turns off like it's supposed to do when the pump turns off. All that heat stays inside the salt cell. That heats up the water in there. That causes the calcium on the plates to come off. And so when the pool starts up the next day, all those white flakes come shooting out into the pool. And I've tested this theory out, and it seems to help reduce the white flakes, actually. I think a combination of all three of these will probably eliminate them completely, lowering the phosphate level balancing the LSI in the pool, and then using a cool-down period if possible. If you don't have a variable speed pump, you can't do this, but if you do have a variable speed pump on the pool, you can run the saltwater generator, whatever RPM you're running it at, 2,600 RPMs, and then once that time is up, you want to run a lower speed for, you know, for an hour afterwards to cool off the pool or cool down the salt cell, and I would say 1,600 RPMs would be suitable maybe 1,700 RPMs, and that will get the water flowing in there, but not enough to activate the salt water generator. The majority of salt water generators here in the U.S. will not turn on. If there's less than 1,800 RPMs, the flow sensor won't activate, and so the salt system won't be producing. Therefore, it won't activate and won't get hot in there, and that gives it time to cool off. So again, if you're running it at a higher speed, turn when that turns off, you want to have a low speed come on, 1,600 RPMs for an hour, cool off that salt cell and so whether it's the first problem with the high phosphates or if it's the second problem with the calcium uh, carbonate flakes it could be either or it could be you know one having high phosphates another one where it's the um, calcium carbonate from having the LSI really out of balance and scale forming and it could be the fact that the salt cell gets hot and then the calcium comes off the plates and gets blown back into the pool whichever one you have here is you know this should solve the problem by taking steps to counter any of these. And you'll find a real difference in consistency with these flakes. You have some that are kind of gummy and kind of dissolve in your hand like dead skin flakes. And some people may say that's because of things mis- mixing in there. You know, you may need to add enzymes to the pool to help with that. Maybe there's some inorganics in there causing that kind of uh, texture to it. But again, I find that treating the pool for phosphates is the best way to reduce those white flakes. And you're going to find that certain saltwater generators produce more of these white flakes. 
Unfortunately, I think Pentair is the biggest offender out there. Nothing against the Pentair salt cells. I love the iClor and I like the Intellichlor. They're really great salt systems. But I find on the Pentair pools that the salt cell, the white flake blowback, seems to be the most prevalent. I have a true clear on my pool, and I try to keep the LSI as balanced as possible. And I, of course, keep my phosphate levels low in my pool. And I haven't had any white flakes in my own personal pool. But my neighbor down around the corner has an IntelliClor cell in his pool, and his pool is full of white flakes. Of course, his pool may not be balanced. He might have a phosphate problem. I don't service his pool, but this is a problem that he's having right now. And that's with a Pentair cell. And I noticed on my pool route that a lot of the Pentair cells would have this blowback, and that's why the Pentair warranty tech suggested the phosphate remover for the, for the cells to help with the white flakes. I guess he was getting a lot of complaints about the Pentair cells also blowing back the flakes. But you'll find this is somewhat brand specific. I have a circuit pool, for example, on my route, and I was having the white flake problems with that particular salt cell. I did the phosphate treatment, and I also have Bob Lowry's method on there right now, where I have the pump running at a high speed and a low speed right afterwards. And it seems to reduce the flakes significantly. There's a couple sometimes in the spa area, and I noticed some on the steps once in a while, but it was not like it was when I was not doing these steps to prevent the problem. So again, probably brand specific and chemistry specific. If you're not balancing the LSI in the pool, if you don't know what the LSI is, then you want to go to orendatech.com or just Google Orenda LSI calculator or just go to my website, swimmingpoolearning.com. Scroll down to the middle of the homepage and there's a link to the Orenda app there. And you can download the LSI app, and then you can just put in numbers to play with it. I really think you you should be playing with this app to kind of get an idea of what a balanced pool is like, what a corrosive pool is, and what a scale-forming pool is. Fortunately, in my area of Southern California, we have really hard water, so my calcium hardness is like five or 600 all the time. And so it makes it easy for me to balance my LSI, and it makes it easy for me not to have a pool that's corrosive because of that high calcium hardness. Other areas with low calcium hardness, you're going to have a harder time balancing the LSI for sure. But if you don't balance the LSI in the pool, I think with the high pH that's produced by the saltwater generator, it can be very scale-forming, and this could cause the salt cell to have these um, calcium carbonate flakes blow back in there. You can feel them. They're hard. They feel like calcium flakes for sure in your hands. And then I think the calcium phosphate flakes feel a little bit different. They're softer more gel-like and more like dead skin flakes feeling. I think regardless of what's causing the white flakes, they are a real irritant to the pool service customer and to the pool service pro. There's some guys out there that are using the Riptide vacuum system and the whole bag is being filled up with these flakes every week. It's just getting ridiculous, you know, and I think it has something to do with, of course, the phosphates being added to the water. This is something that I think in the last 10 years, or maybe like I should say the last five years, has gotten to where it's reported everywhere on the forums, on the Facebook pages, in my chat here. Everyone's complaining about the white flakes that are in the pools. And one thing that you can do to really reduce it is kind of counterintuitive, I know, but running the saltwater generator less and less time on that account will actually stop this. And if you have a problem where you're like using the riptide and it's filling up the whole bag with these white flakes, turn off that saltwater generator and leave it off for two or three weeks until you get a handle on it. I would just use liquid chlorine in there, put a tab floater in if you need to, but turn off that salt system until you get a handle on the white flakes in, in a pool like that. 
and then reducing the runtime of the saltwater generator seems to be the best way to solve this problem. I know it's counterintuitive because they have a saltwater generator produce chlorine, and if you lower it down to a certain point, it may not produce enough chlorine for that day, and I understand that, but I think it's better to have less chlorine production from the saltwater generator, use maybe a gallon of liquid chlorine, and eliminate the white flake blowback. Fortunately, most pools have an oversized salt cell. If the builder was smart, if you have a 20,000-gallon pool, they probably put in an IC40, and if you have a 15,000-gallon pool, they probably put in an iClor 30. So you can actually run that salt cell at half the production, and this will cause the salt cell to turn off half the time it's running. For example, if you have the salt cell running for 8 hours, if you have the pool running for 8 hours a day, sorry, and you have the salt cell set for 50%, it's going to run only for 4 hours a day. So every half an hour is going to turn off and be off for half an hour and then turn back on. And this will reduce the white flake blowbacks tremendously because the pool, the salt water generator is not running at 100%, not running the full 8 hours while the pool is running. And therefore, just by reducing the runtime of the salt water generator, you're going to reduce the salt cell blowback by half, obviously. I mean, logically, you get to a pool and it's full of white flakes. Reducing the time down to half will reduce the white flakes down to about half of the amount that is normally in there. And this has been tested out there in the field by me. Running the salt water generators at 30% really makes a big difference in the pools that have this problem. I said 50% would be half. We can go down to 20 or 30% to really make a big difference in these pools. And again, pull the plug on them if they're really producing all these white flakes and you can't get a handle on it and the customer is complaining about it. Turning it off until you get a handle on it is the best thing you can do. And by reducing the runtime, you reduce the amount that the pH rises also in the pool, which also helps with this problem. So one of the main contributors of all this, I think, is the fact that the saltwater generator produces sodium hydroxide, which raises the pH dramatically in the pool to a level that's phenomenal in some cases where you're testing it and it's like, wow, why is the pH so high? That generator is just making that pH go up like crazy. And that also the turbulence in the cell creates a higher pH in the pool. So by running the salt system less again, you're going to eliminate that rise in pH, which will also reduce the LSI adjustment because the pH is going to be running lower. And again, if you don't know what the LSI is, you, you should be doing this test on the pools, especially if you have a saltwater generator, to make sure that you get it in balance as best you can to help eliminate some of this white, white flaky blowback. And by reducing the cell runtime, you're going to be reducing all the side effects that the saltwater generator produces. Now, I don't want to scare you out there and say, hey, you know, if you have a pool that looks pristine and you put a saltwater generator on there, you're going to have these white flake blowbacks. But in reality, you have to know the pros and cons of everything. And there is a good chance that if you have a client on your pool route with a really beautiful pool and it's spectacular and there's no problems with it, if you sell them a saltwater generator, there is a chance that you're going to have this white flake blowback issue and it's going to really make the pool look messy and make you look bad. So these are some things to be aware of with the saltwater generator. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's just one of those things that you have to be aware of. And it's correctable. I've corrected many pools using the phosphate remover method. Others have corrected many pools by balancing the LSI. And then some people are trying Bob Lowry's method of having a cool down period with the salt generator. You can try a few things like Arenda SC1000. It's a uh, way of descaling the cell. You could try the EasyCare Butech. It's another one that's pretty good at helping the scale stay 
free of any kind of buildup. And these may help you if you have the calcium carbonate flakes coming into the pool. Again, that was the Arenda CV-1000. It's a great way to reduce the scale on the cell, salt cell itself. And I think the white flake blowback is one of the most irritating things about a saltwater generator. Unfortunately, it's the last thing on the plumbing, so it's after the filter, and therefore there's no way to trap it. I mean, you probably can put some kind of aftermarket filter at the end of it. I don't know if anyone's invented it yet, but I have a few ideas I was thinking of to help limit this. There are a few things that you can put on to the end of the pool, even after the salt cell, that will filter some stuff out. One thing that I thought of in particular over at Advantage Manufacturing, they have a lot of pond equipment. If you go to their website, advantageman.com, you'll see their list of different products. And just click on pond equipment, and you're going to see this uh, priming pot that they have. It looks like the wet end of a pump. And basically, this is a big pot with a lid on there, and there's a bag in there you can put in there. I thought this would be a great way to trap the white flake blowback going into the pool with this priming pot that's mainly used for ponds. There's no motor attached to it, no other equipment. It's just a basically a pot with a, it looks like a pump wet end actually, and they call it the priming pot. So this is one thing that I thought of that could help with this white cell blowback. I actually have one on the side of my house. I probably should try it. I got a bunch of junk piled up on the side of my house that I haven't even attempted to put into action and test out. But this was one thing that I thought would really help with this blowback, having this kind of priming pot after the salt cell to trap everything. Don't think it would interfere with the flow of the pool, you know, because I, I think it's big enough to where if that bag gets full of flakes, you're still going to have plenty of flow going back into the pool. But I haven't tried it. But it's one thing that I thought of that can eliminate this problem. Someone probably can come out with a salt cell filter that goes on the on the return line. It's just got to be to where it's not going to clog up the system and cause back pressure and cause the pool filter to explode. That's one thing that I think is dangerous about anything after the salt cell, especially if it gets filled with these white flakes. You know, check it regularly. It could interfere with the return of the pool. And, you know, you probably don't want to mess with something like that and cause an accident. But I think some kind of filter after the salt cell would be ideal in a situation like this. And maybe someone's working on it. If not, I just gave someone the idea to work on it. Just the, you have to eliminate the danger of the back pressure if this thing does get filled up. And we wouldn't want filter lids exploding and causing, you know, damage and injury there. But this is a, a problem that you're going to run into with a saltwater system, unfortunately. This white flake blowback. And if you're looking for other podcast recordings, you go to my website, swimmingparlearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's GetSkimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.